Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. What makes the Miami Heat the best team in the East? More drama between Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Plus, what can't John Morant do? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. In a showdown of the top two teams in the Eastern Conference, the Miami Heat take down the Chicago Bulls 112-99. And as has been the case for the Heat all season, it was the other guys. It was people like Gabe Vincent. You know that name, right? Of course you know that name. Scoring 20 points for this one. Joining me now from Locked on Heat, Wes Goldberg and Wes. I mentioned Gabe Vincent. It has been that kind of season for the Miami Heat. How have they been doing it when they've had to shuffle their lineups as many times as they have this season? That's a great question, you know, and you, if you ask people within the Miami Heat, if you ask Eric Spolstra, if you ask these guys, it's just those classic cliches, next man up mentality, hey, heat culture and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't know whether or not you want to call it culture with a capital C, if you want to put hashtags in front of things and kind of go that route. But <laughs> the Heat have made this a part of, their program, their player development program is something that they put a lot of emphasis on. They put a lot of emphasis on scouting the right guys, finding holes that they have on the roster in training camp and in preseason, and then uh, addressing those holes with their player development program, not just going after veterans and stuff like that, because that's not always the answer, right? They try to grow some of these guys in-house. And so in the instance of a guy like Gabe Vincent, for example, one of the assistant coaches told Spo, hey, I think this guy could be a defensive pest. Now, Gabe Vincent was a scoring guard coming out of college, but they saw something in him. Their scouting department did, and they invited him to training camp. They invited, they got him on a two-way a couple years ago. They've kept him in-house, and they've developed him, right? And now he's developed, he's gotten on the court because of his defense, and now he's able to sort of show that offensive stuff. That part of his game is allowed to flourish once again because he's able to get on the court with an NBA skill, which was the defense, and now you're starting to see that scoring, and that's why he's able to have a 20-point game on 7 of 13 shooting, filling in for Kyle Lowry. And, and it's, it's the same thing for Caleb Martin. You hear the same stories between him and Max Struess. They just identified a need, found a guy who could fit that need, who had the mentality, who wanted to work, and it's starting to pay off for them. When you have to win a seven-game series, generally speaking, you need your dudes. Yeah. And the, the Heat, unfortunately for them, have just not had their guys together very often this season, and they've been able to win anyway because of the Gabe Vincents of the world. How translatable do you think this is to a playoff series and why? Well, they've had a very good record against the best teams in the Eastern Conference and against the best teams in the NBA. And I know that Gabe Vincent, his box score jumps off, and you look at a guy like Max Struess, 13 points off the bench, but make no mistake about it, Bam Adebayo was the best player on the court for the Heat tonight, and he has been for quite some time. He was a team best plus 20 in the game. He had 15 points on 6 of 8 shooting, but his defense was at absolute peak defensive player of the year level, and it has been for a while. And what you're seeing from him, that aggression, that there's been a change in his mindset, something that I've talked about on Lockdown Heat and reported about, that he's taken it personally, that you know they weren't getting big nights from Bam or from Jimmy and from Kyle. And he's like, somebody's got to step up. And he, it, he felt like it needed to be him. Uh, and he's done that for the last, I don't know, two or three weeks now. And so with that there, 
Now that's completely changed Miami's offense, specifically in the half court. What he's able to do with his athleticism, blowing by slower footed bigs, it completely has changed the way the Heat are able to score on offense. And then you couple that now with Jimmy Butler. And I know Kyle Lowry was out tonight, but he's been on a roll. And once Kyle Lowry comes back, and, and fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to see it, he's out for personal reasons. Unfortunate for whatever's happening in Kyle Lowry's life. Fortunate for Miami, he's not hurt, right? You know what you're getting from Kyle Lowry when he comes back. I think there's a confidence level that those guys could still get it done. Thanks for making Locked On today your first listen of the day. Coming up, more drama between Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. But what does it mean? Next. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Brooklyn Nets didn't just lose another game. They got embarrassed at home against the Raptors. Scotty Barnes leads a beatdown in Brooklyn. Sean will be here from Locked On Raptors to break down the Raptors' 133-97 win over the Brooklyn Nets on Monday night in Brooklyn. The first of a home-and-home back-to-back between these two teams tonight and tomorrow. And the big takeaway for this one is that Scotty Barnes continues to be way beyond what he was promised to be as the fourth overall pick in the draft. He put up a tie for his career high with 28 points tonight on 12 of 14 shooting. Go along with 16 boards, four assists, five steals. He was just everywhere for the Raptors in this one. Totally disruptive on the defensive end. The Nets could not get anything done when he was around. And then on offense, they didn't even really draw stuff up for him. He was just kind of in the right spot at all times because he is already like a Hall of Fame level, just knows where to stand guy in the NBA. He's ridiculous. And he's 20 years old. And if he's doing this, 28, 16, and four, Uh, In a game where he really was kind of like the fourth or fifth option most of the time he was on the floor, you get pretty excited about what he could be down the line as he expands his responsibilities within this team. And then this game is also huge from a standings perspective. The Raptors now up on the nets by three games with this win. They have a chance tomorrow to push that to four, and there's not much time left here. If the nets fall down four games, we don't know when Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons are coming back. They're going to have to make up those games over the course of like 20 games to close the season. Feels pretty insurmountable, so tomorrow night will be massive when it comes to the East play-in race for the number seven seed or higher. And the Toronto Raptors will have fans back in the stands for the very first time in just about two months. Art Bryles informed Grambling State University on Monday that he'll no longer be the school's offensive coordinator, saying in a statement that he didn't want to be a distraction to the team. Bryles was fired by Baylor in 2016 after a campus-wide sexual assault investigation led to an independent investigation and his subsequent dismissal. Bryles thanked Grambling State for the opportunity to be part of a staff in his statement and added, unfortunately, I feel that my continued presence will be a distraction to you and your team, which is the last thing I want. I have the utmost respect for the university and your players. If you missed our conversation with Locked On HBCU's Darian Gray yesterday on why this was always the wrong move, Please go check that out. Derek Jeter announced Monday that he has stepped down as CEO of the Miami Marlins. In a statement, Jeter said that the vision for the future of the franchise is different than the one I signed up to lead. Now is the time for me to step aside as a new season begins. In four full seasons under Jeter, the Marlins win a combined 218 and 327. Not exactly the kind of record. He was used to in his time in pinstripes. 
Here's what to look for on Bet Online, your number one spot for all your daily gambling needs. A lot of NBA action tonight. The Dallas Mavericks coming off their big comeback win against the Golden State Warriors will take on the struggling LA Lakers. The Bet Online line is Dallas giving four. The Houston Rockets continue their tank tour against the LA Clippers. The Rockets have lost nine straight, which means they're doing great, sweetie. The Bet Online line for this game is the Clippers giving six and a half. And in college basketball, we've got Michigan against Michigan State tonight. The Bet Online line for this game is Michigan giving four. Bet Online, where the game starts. Here is another story you need to know. It started with the cryptic social media wipe. Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, are they at odds? Then it gets to the point where Kyler Murray's agent comes out and essentially demands a new contract. So what is going on in the desert? Joining me now from Locked On Cardinals, Bo Brock and Bo. This is a quarterback on a team that has finally had some success. They make the playoffs and yet, here we are in this situation. How did we get here between these two? Well, the Cardinals fell apart at the end of the season, and you see an agent that's trying to strike while things are hot. It's Eric Burkhart really, at the end of the day, trying to leverage the biggest deal possible as soon as possible for Kyler Murray. I mean, if you were to put money down on whether the Arizona Cardinals were going to win more than 11 games next season and Kyler Murray was going to equal what he was able to do while he was on the field performance-wise 2021 and 2022... Uh, I think you probably, the odds of that happening aren't good. So why not strike while he can? Why not get in while he can strike while it's hot and get Kyler Murray, uh, the Arizona Cardinals to maybe rip up the last two years of this contract and get him, you know, quickly ahead of the other quarterbacks as far as highest paid. Why do this now? Because there still is the fifth year option that the team can exercise for 2023. That is going to be a huge number because Kyler Murray is a quarterback. It is the franchise tag number essentially for the quarterback. So he's going to get a lot of money at the very least in 2023. I mean, obviously the urgency is, Hey, more money now is better, right. but, but why take the hard line now? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think it's a great question as far as what Kyler Murray and his representation, Eric Burkhardt are trying to accomplish is they just want this deal done as soon as possible. Are they just starting now because they know that the precedent for this is, you know, most of these guys after their third season going to their fourth season, they got a deal done in the summertime. Like the earliest this has ever happened, it was June. They usually, it goes June, July, August, and into September. We've seen five quarterbacks sign new mega extensions, and maybe they're just trying to get the conversation started. The one thing that's interesting is the Arizona Cardinals don't like to play in the public forum. They don't like to negotiate in the public forum. And what Eric Burkhart, the agent of Kyler Murray, the agent of Cliff Kingsbury, the agent of Johnny Manziel at one point, he likes to play in this public arena. And I think he's using that. And he already has where they kind of weaponize Kyler's social media to kind of play in this public forum and kind of just turn the screws a little bit on the Arizona Cardinals. You mentioned the Cliff Kingsbury part of this. They make the playoffs. They take the step that presumably the team was hoping that they take. You would think Cliff's job, at least for now, is safe. Don't tell your co-host Alex Clancy that. But so how do you think that? To me, that seems like a complicating factor. So how do you see that factoring in here? I don't think it's it's a big factor. I mean, they're a package deal. I think Cliff Kingsbury, I think Eric Burkhart understand that if Kyler Murray's gone, the likelihood of Cliff Kingsbury kind of following him out the door 
is is very high. Same thing goes for GM Steve Kime. I mean, that's the most under talked about topic. Uh, you know, just just uh, talking point in this whole thing is that if Kyler Murray somehow makes his way out of Arizona, those two their days are done. Steve Kime, he pivoted from Josh Rosen, a first pit round pick the previous season in the previous draft, to Kyler Murray. This was his Hale Murray. And then Cliff Kingsbury is kind of the package deal with Kyler. It's like, what are you holding on to Cliff Kingsbury for if there's no Kyler Murray? So I think Eric Burkhart just trying to leverage a deal right now, and things are going to be ugly until Penn is put to paper on a Megan extension. That's just what's going to happen. And it's going to probably go through free agency and into the summer months. Coming up, what can't John Morant do? Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of the best things you can eat. One of the best things you can put in your body because not only do they taste delicious, and they do, but it's protein-packed marshmallow. Yes, you heard that right. Protein-packed marshmallow. Covered in 100% chocolate. The cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, which I personally love. Banana cream pie, so good. These are going to be your favorites. Go check them out. All of the Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. Real chocolate. Yet they're low-calorie, high-protein. And they're basically like candy bars, but so much better for you. So much better for your body. Low-neck carbs, high-protein, high-fiber. Low-cal. Come on. What more are you looking for in a food? It tastes delicious and it's good for you. What, what else do you need me to tell you? Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. John Morant hangs half a hundred on the San Antonio Spurs in a 118-105 win. He goes for 52. He now must be referred to as Mr. Morant, maybe MVP Morant. Joining me now is Mr. Accent, Sean Coleman. Sean, uh, I have at various times over the course of this season said, why not the Grizzlies? We are beyond why not the Grizzlies because right now the Warriors are without Draymond Green and they have not been sharp of late. The Suns are without Chris Paul, who was an MVP candidate before this. And now John Morant may well be the best player on a contending team in the West. What has been different about him as we come down the stretch? It's just a frequency. And first off, Peter, as always, hello to you. Thank you for having me. Um, The thing that stands out is it's just the consistency. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Three of his past four games, 40 points. I mean, I I threw out a stat the other day where with the Grizzlies, they had had um, four 40-point games in the decade between 2009 and 2019. John now has 60 40-point games in his past 48. And I know we see the Hardens. I know that we see, you know, the the, the Dames, the Trays, and things like that. But that's the point. You're seeing John Morant enter that type of realm when it comes to being an NBA player. It's the ability to get to the rim. It's the ability to get to the line. Tonight, it's just the overall aggressiveness. Any time, and the thing that stands out to me, Peter, about all of this is this. Any time he stands out on the, steps out on that court, John Morant fully believes no matter who is staring him down on the other side, he's the best player out there. And the biggest thing of all, he consistently shows it. Over his last 16 games, he's averaging over 34 points per game. And what's remarkable to me, Sean, is you look at the numbers in this game, 22 of 30 
shooting, the efficiency with which he's able to get those numbers four of four from deep. And that was the knock, right? It was, well, just lay off him. And early in the season, he wasn't making shots and guys were laying off him. If you have to honor that three-point shot, all of a sudden that changes everything. And no one else on the Grizzlies scored more than 15 in this game and they won. That that sort of individual virtuoso performance, you win a playoff series if you have the best guy on the floor. Now the Grizzlies in any series, as you said, that they go into, they can say, we have the best guy. Of course we have the best guy. Kind of makes it hard to do a podcast, right? You could sit here and go, you usually have six or seven talking points to talk about, but tonight, all it is over the past two games, it's John Morant scoring more than anybody else. That's what stands <laughs> out. But at the end of the day, you're right. He's a, he's still a streaky three-point shooter. But the fact is, is that when John Morant has his three-point shot going, I will be confident in arguing that he, at the very least, is a top 10 top five score in the league. And what stands out about it, Peter, is that so many were talking about, oh, he's not going to get to that next level if he doesn't have a shot. Well, the thing is, is nobody combines flair with using that as an advantage to get the job done. Just look at the dunk tonight. He got the poster dunk. That may be more memorable than the 50 piece, right? So it's the best game we've ever seen a Grizzlies player have. And it's unbelievable that it happens through John Morant on a night we get a win. I'm sorry, say that again. It is the best individual performance a Grizzlies player has ever had. One more time. The best individual performance that a Grizzlies player has ever had. It's the accent. And finally, Russia has been kicked out of the 2022 World Cup in Qatar by FIFA after the world governing body and the European Association... UEFA issued a joint statement to confirm that all Russian national teams and clubs have been suspended until further notice following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Decisions by FIFA and UEFA can typically be challenged on appeal at the Court of Arbitration for Sport in Lausanne. The Football Union of Russia said in a statement that it would reserve the right to challenge the decision. Thanks for making Locked On today your first listen. For your second listen, Locked On, the boop. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen. For your second listen, download Locked On Bets. All the gambling advice you need in about 20 minutes. Coming up Wednesday, can the Nets look less embarrassing against the Raptors? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.